Hello and welcome to episode number eight of the Strong Girl Squad podcast. In today's episode, I am going to be answering a few common questions, mainly around nutrition, um, just so I can create more awareness about these questions and topics so that you guys fully have an understanding of what you should be doing around these couple of things that I'm about to talk about. So my first element that I'm going to talk about is why I don't think following a low calorie or restrictive diet is what anybody should be doing. And there's five common reasons why I just don't believe that anybody should be doing this. Number one is that I guarantee that after seven days, maybe even a little bit more, you are going to be so, so hungry from trying to follow just say a thousand calorie diet that you're going to end up binging anyway, especially if you're not used to eating low calories or sticking to low calories or the calories that are set are way too low for your current body composition, your current physical activity and where you are at. So you're going to get super hungry, you're then going to binge, which means you're going to go over the calories set anyway. And that's just going to pretty much take you back to square one. So binging is one of the most common things that happens when people try to follow these low calorie diets, and especially on the weekends. Number two, you will probably have to remove a lot of the foods that you love, that you enjoy, and that make you happy. If you're like me, I absolutely love my food. The happiness it brings me is slightly odd. Um, So I just couldn't even imagine having to remove all those things. And to be honest, I think I would end up very miserable. The reason I say that you're probably going to have to end up removing a lot of the food you love is because the calories are so low that anything you try and include will take you over that, which means you're going to have to stick to really boring, very small portions, things that probably don't have a lot of flavor, don't have a lot of excitement. And in all honesty, who the hell wants to have a boring diet? I know, like I said, I would absolutely be miserable if I wasn't able to look forward to each of my meals or the snacks or the food I'm having. Third, reason why low calorie diets do not work in my opinion is it's very highly likely that you're going to try and avoid social occasions so that you can quote unquote stay on track and that's because these social occasions may involve you going out to dinner and not having a lot of control over the food you eat All these social occasions might mean you're grabbing a takeaway or maybe it means you're potentially going out for a couple of drinks you should not be avoiding social occasions for a diet or to achieve your fat loss goals, or whatever goals you have. I just think, again, it's silly. Why would you want to lead a miserable life? Like, the thing that I tell clients is that, what is the point in going on a diet, or following calories, or doing something that you don't enjoy, and that's going to make you miserable? Like, there is nothing in the world, I personally think, that is worth that because you will end up hating the process. And that's something I'm going to come on to next, is that you will end up hating the process of dieting. You're going to force yourself into believing that dieting absolutely sucks, that you hate it, that 
the only way to achieve your goals involves you becoming miserable involves you obviously you know avoiding social occasions and things like that and this is I personally think ultimately going to make you think that any diet in the future is one you're not going to be able to stick to um, and not going to be able to actually achieve your results from it and the fifth reason why I think low calorie diets definitely don't work is that you just won't achieve your fat fat loss goals because you're not following something that's realistic that's maintainable that's enjoyable and that you can ultimately see yourself doing long term dieting shouldn't be this hard it doesn't have to be miserable it doesn't have to be something that you dread because that is when people don't stick to the diets that is when people don't stick to their calories or just say the exercise routine then they fall off track and they end up at the very beginning so that is just something that I really wanted to get across dieting should not be miserable it should not be something you dread because I 100% guarantee and I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who have probably tried low calorie diets or restrictive diets and I guarantee you haven't stuck to them for a long period of time and that is because you haven't enjoyed it you haven't been able to keep the foods that you love in your diet the foods that you look forward to you have felt like you couldn't go to social occasions because you know you wouldn't be able to stick to that calorie the calorie set or that restrictive diet and you were so set on achieving these goals that you were happy to or you thought you had to you know miss out on all these other great things in life just to achieve those goals and the message here is that nothing a diet is not worth missing out on social occasions time spent with friends or family or hating what you eat because as I said before I love food and it makes me so so happy so to think that I would have to remove my pastas you know the weekly takeout things like that I just know for a fact it's not something that I would stick to so I was recently speaking to someone and they had done a very very intense diet for about I think it was about six to eight weeks now they did achieve fat loss but my personal opinion on this is that that is not something that they will be able to maintain after the six to eight weeks the reality of their job their life their responsibilities it just won't be able to maintain that restrictive diet or that extreme exercise program and this is something I'm really passionate about trying to get across is that you might think that you know six weeks or eight weeks you can set your mind to it you can follow the calories but I assure you it is a lot harder than you think and even if you do manage to do that for the six to eight weeks it is highly likely that after that you know you may put the weight back on or you may find that you know the routine or the plan you're following previously is it's not something you can maintain long term so I would never give my client or recommend to anyone to go on some sort of extreme diet that's not my approach at all and I want people to find a way that they can do this that they can achieve their fat loss goals but still enjoy life still go to social occasions the thing with this is that we as humans I've said it before are impatient we want instant gratification. So if we don't see results straight away, we think, well, this is not working. Let's move on to the next best thing. 
my advice to all my clients is that if you still want to enjoy your life, if you still want to, you know, enjoy those guilty pleasures and have treats and go to social occasions, is that you need to be okay with the process taking a bit longer. And I have come to terms with that with myself. And honestly, once you kind of change that mindset and you start being okay with the process taking a bit longer, but you know that the end result is something that you're ultimately going to be able to maintain. Honestly, it will change your life. It will change the way you see dieting. It will change the way you see exercise and you'll actually learn to love it. It won't be a chore. It'll be something that you start thinking, I actually get to do this. I'm loving the process. I'm I'm loving the results I'm seeing, but you know what? I'm so happy that I took the time and I allowed myself that time to achieve the goals, but I didn't have to cut out everything that I absolutely love doing in life. So that is my opinion on low calorie diets and extreme diets and whether they work or not. The second thing that I wanted to have a chat about is meal plans. So I personally don't give out meal plans, specific meal plans with breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks for my clients. The main reason I don't do that is because I just generally think people won't learn. Like I'm a coach. I am here to coach you and my ultimate goal is to teach you everything you need to know to build the foundations to a healthy exercise and nutrition routine so that you ultimately feel confident doing it on your own because there are so many women out there that have obviously tried certain diets and plans and things and they haven't learned the basics from them and that's why they continue to try and find another plan or another diet hoping that it will help them achieve the results they want to achieve. But it's because they haven't been given the opportunity to learn how to train or why to train or how to eat or why they're eating certain things. So the way that I always encourage people or my clients is that, you know, I want you to plan your meals. I want you to learn that you need a really good amount of protein in your diet because it keeps you feeling fuller for longer. It helps with muscle protein synthesis. So it's going to, you know, when you're training, help repair the muscles so that you ultimately get stronger. Um, And I want them to learn the importance of what should be in a diet and why so that they can ultimately make those decisions on their own. Because as I said, I think there's, you know, the reason diets and things don't work is because people don't learn. They're given something maybe with not much information um, or they're giving something like a meal plan where all they have to do is literally just read off the piece of paper. They don't actually have to think. They are told 40 grams of oats, however much protein, etc. And they just know that's what they're having for breakfast. So by the individual having to do the work themselves, having to plan the meal themselves, I just think that that is a far better way for someone to learn and someone to learn the basic principles of how to eat um, for their goals. And I think the question you need to ask yourself or, you know, if the plan was taken away from you, just say you've been following this plan for a couple of weeks, you know, if that plan was taken away from you, are you going to know, well, what should I eat for breakfast? What are protein sources? How can I feel fuller for longer? What is going to create more volume in my food so that it keeps me feeling full, keeps me feeling satisfied? And that's why just following a piece of paper or an app or something like that is 
I don't think the best approach for people to take just because you don't learn. And what I think the saying is what teach a man to fish. I mean, obviously I can't remember that saying, but I think you know where I'm going with this. The idea is just to teach people how to eat properly, how to feel their body properly so that they can do it on their own. That is my goal. I, I want people to feel confident in doing it on their own and not feel like they have to go from diet to diet to diet to meal plan to meal plan because they haven't got the knowledge around it. So that is my opinion on meal plans. You know, I'm for my clients, I, I'll give suggestions on, you know, breakfast ideas and lunch ideas and protein sources. But at the end of the day, I don't plan their meals because, well, one, you know, I don't know exactly what every single client likes and dislikes. People have different preferences. And also you want the flexibility to be able to change up your diet. If you're just following a, you know, a a meal plan, you will get bored of that meal plan at some point. And, you know, you want to be able to have that knowledge to say, well, look, I don't feel like having, you know, the porridge oats for breakfast. So, I've got the knowledge now to say, well, instead, I'm going to go for, you know, some scrambled eggs and toast or some protein yogurt and granola, whatever it is. But they're able to make those decisions on their own. And when people start to make decisions on their own, they they feel more confident and they feel more um, accomplished in themselves. And I think they just have a bit more direction and, you know, how to get to those goals and pretty much just achieve what they're looking to achieve. Third element or third question that I wanted to cover is I was speaking to one of my clients the other day and their main question in terms of calories, if you count calories, is that does it really matter how they make up those calories? So, for example, does it matter if they hit their protein targets or you know, should they be including the the nutritious food into their diets? And at the end of the day, if two people were following the same calorie targets and they were both in a calorie deficit and they were consistent, they both would lose weight. However, everybody knows when you eat shitty food, although I don't like to label food as good or bad, you feel quite shitty. But when you fill your body with fruits, veggies, high protein foods, you know, unprocessed foods, you ultimately feel better in yourself and you feel better in your body. So my recommendation, I bang on about it a lot, protein is massive, especially when you, you know, in exercise, making sure that you feel fuller for longer, it reduces binging, but it also helps you get strong because it helps with protein synthesis, which is the building of muscle, etc. So, yes, you can technically <clears throat> do if the macros fit. If you stick to that calorie deficit, you will still lose weight, but you won't receive the full benefits of actually taking the time to nourish your body, to make sure you get enough protein in, to make sure you're getting all the fruits and vegetables Uh, and the unprocessed foods in. You just won't feel the same. Uh, And ultimately, you know, that will show up in your confidence, the way you feel about your body, your training, possibly other areas of your life. So when sticking to calories, 
I will always recommend clients to 100% stick to the calorie target, um, aim for protein, and I try and encourage people to aim for at least 100 grams of protein a day. Now, at the beginning, if you're not used to eating protein, this can be a bit hard, but it doesn't take long to get into the routine. And again, it's about creating knowledge and you learning, well, what are the protein sources? How can I get this protein in each day? And trust me, once you start focusing on those things, you will notice a difference in how you feel, uh, your training and things like that. So I don't believe with the quote unquote, if the macros fit, it works technically, just because I don't think you're getting the full benefits from a amazingly nutritious diet. My last question that I got that I wanted to answer is um, I recently spoke to um, another lady this week and her concern was if she's going to follow a calorie target, she knows that she goes out on the weekends. um, She likes to socialize. You know, she may have a few drinks or she's going to get a takeaway, etc. And she wanted to know how can she put that into her plan? How can she take that into consideration although she is very motivated to achieve her fat loss goals, stay on track. Now, there's a few ways that I said we can do this because I would never want someone to feel like they're restricted on a diet or feel like, as I've just banged on about this whole episode, that they can't attend social events or that they have to kind of hold back on the foods they love. So a couple of my tips is that If you're following calories, one option is you can slightly reduce your calories throughout the week. I think a lot of people find it a lot easier to, quote unquote, stay on track, stick to their calories and eat a more balanced diet during the week. So you can actually reduce your calories slightly during the week. And then that way on the weekend, your calorie target is a bit higher so that you can take into account, you know, just say if you're having a few cocktails or you're having a takeaway, etc. That's one way to do it. Um, the second thing, or like, I guess the approach you can kind of look at it is that, and this is what I do, is during the week, I know I'm fully on it. I'm meal prepping, I'm meal planning. You know, I don't really go out and do a lot during the week because of how much I work. So generally speaking, I know that my diet throughout the week is pretty on point you know getting the protein in um I don't count calories but I know that the foods that I'm consuming um, are making me feel good and are the right foods for my body so if on the weekend I go out and I eat a takeaway or let's just say I have a few too many beers that's not something that I concern myself with and I guess it goes back to that mindset of if you want to enjoy your life if you want to enjoy foods and social occasions then you need to be okay with the process taking a bit longer now I'm at a point where I'm absolutely okay with my goals and the process taking longer because I love you know seeing my friends and family I love going out for beers I love food and takeaway so for me knowing that you know I'm getting my three sessions in during the week I'm very, um, you know, I'm always moving. I'm always coaching. So in terms of my steps, my general movement outside of my sessions is quite high. I know, you know, I, I do quite well during the week with that. You know, if you're if you're getting 
getting your water target in each day and generally the week is quite on point just say 80% then on the weekend if I do go out I'm not fussed because I know that 80% of this week I've been bloody great I've been on track but everybody's different how they approach their goals is different their mindset's different I know for some people having the mindset of oh I know I've been you know quite on point this week uh during the week that you know going out and just say having a few drinks or whatever it is I know a lot of people make themselves feel bad for that so figuring out what the right approach for you is is key because if you know being on track all week is something that you do and then you go out and completely splurge and then that makes you feel absolutely terrible and you think well bloody hell I've just lost all my progress which by the way you won't if you're doing the 80%, you know, everything else 80% of the time, then we need to look at, well, what is the best approach for you? Is it having a couple of options of different drinks you can have that are lower calorie when you go out? Are you someone that does want to track if you go out? I don't, most of my clients don't, but you know, if that's the approach you want to take, because you know that that's going to allow you to stay on track and that's going to make you feel better or make you feel like when you wake up on a Sunday after just say a night out with a few of your friends better, then that's the option you take. That's the route you take. There is no right or wrong. Um, And again, it's just very individual to your mindset, your goals, and ultimately what and how you're going to feel if you go out and have these social occasions or you overindulge on the weekend. So I hope uh, answering those couple of questions has helped. They are quite common questions I do get. Um, and I'm really just trying to create awareness around this, these subjects and just help women understand that, you know, dieting does not have to be unenjoyable, restrictive, unmaintainable. It should be something that you can see yourself doing long-term. And I think the key is, as I keep repeating, Just be okay with the process taking longer. If you still want to do everything like socializing and, you know, enjoying food, just be okay with the process for taking longer. Like there is not really any reason unless someone has a specific event why you quickly need to lose this weight in six or eight weeks if that is your goal. Like if you don't have an event coming up, et cetera, then be okay with the process taking a bit longer but you actually being happy in yourself and not miserable. If you have any questions about this episode or if you have any more nutrition questions that I can answer for you, uh, get in contact via the show notes below. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you soon.